0: According to a recent report, Lamar Jackson and Marcus Peters allegedly had a, quote, heated exchange at the end of last season.
1: Yeah, and Sarah, as we know, Juice Man is currently a free agent who Baltimore could technically still be looking to resign. But will this exchange that we're now learning about have an impact on the team's final decision?
0: I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Thursday, June 1st. And this is your morning Ravens update from inside the vault.
1: So it just so happens to be that time of year again in the offseason news cycle across the NFL. And two Ravens may have been snubbed in positional rankings released by PFF.
0: Plus, all-pro tight end Mark Andrews. He has arrived in Baltimore, and he's at the Ravens Voluntary Organized Activities.
1: We have all that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes.
0: remember last week when Marcus Peters commented on Lamar Jackson's Instagram post that featured pictures from the Ravens practice session from voluntary organized activities? Do we remember that?
1: I do remember. And I believe the one that you're referring to here is when Marcus said, quote, miss my folks with a teardrop crying emoji. And. Uh, Hey, if I remember, I'm willing to bet that a few Ravens fans do as well because many are clamoring for the team to resign him right now as we stand here on June 1st. And I think a lot of folks thought his message was a sign that, hey, he'd be open to doing so.
0: Yeah, and we covered that when it happened and we thought it was pretty significant. But with new information, we're now learning that maybe that comment has even more significance Because of this report from Russell Street Reports' Tony Lombardi, he wrote this last Friday, quote, The post is interesting in that it suggests the door between the club and MP remains open. It's also interesting that Peters took to Lamar's Instagram to comment, I've been told that Peters wasn't such a big fan of Lamar towards the end of the 2022 campaign when he chose not to play through his PCL injury after several weeks off and the playoffs looming. Allegedly the two engaged in a heated exchange with the most of the vitriol coming from Peters time heals wounds and a new contract doesn't hurt either close quote again that was from Russell Street report now bobby i'm not going to relitigate lamar's injury we've done that many times be- before i believe him when he says he didn't play because he wasn't healthy enough he risked injury in training camp without a new deal so it makes no sense for him not to take some risk for the playoffs now all that's besides the point of why we're bringing up this quote from tony lombardi lamar's healthy he has a new contract that part is in the past what is relevant today is whether that quote heated exchange and the alleged quote vitriol from Marcus to Lamar, does that have any impact today on whether the Ravens will resign Peters? That's kind of the question that's looming now.
1: And it kind of seems like Marcus has moved on by posting that comment. I guess the next question is whether Lamar himself is also over it, assuming that this report is accurate. And is the organization over him yelling at Harbaugh on the sideline in front of national TV cameras during the Buffalo game? I mean, there's a lot still left out there.
0: Yeah, and I do think alleged incidents like these can easily be gotten over, especially if it's things said in the heat of the moment. I mean, this is football. Things are said. It's a you know contact sport. Emotions fly all the time in football. And while shouting matches with Peters will certainly at least be a factor, in the decision of whether or not to re sign him to this roster. But I still think the main factor will be whether the front office likes what they see in their younger corners over these OTAs and maybe even into training camp. If they like what they see in guys like Jalen Armour Davis, Pepe Williams, Trayvon Mullen, and Caillou Blue Kelly, then they won't call Marcus. If they're a little nervous about these younger guys though and not so sure about their development, then hey, Marcus's phone could be ringing despite all this that maybe have has happened in the past. And if it's not Marcus, it could be another veteran like Kyle Fuller or somebody else out there. But to me, that's the big factor because these other shouting matches we've seen it happen all the time. Football players get over stuff like that.
1: Okay. So in the meantime, the Ravens signed undrafted cornerback, Jordan Swan out of James Madison. So what do we have on him profile-wise?
0: Yeah, well, obviously this isn't somebody expected to make the 53-man roster or take the place of a veteran signing. But Swan is familiar with Baltimore because he spent his senior year of high school at St. Francis Academy. They went on to win a state championship. He's five 5'10", 181 pounds, and he notched 24 tackles, 2 interceptions, two sacks and one forced fumble just last season in 11 games.
1: Still to come here on the vault, the two Ravens who were snubbed by PFF's recent positional rankings.
0: Bobby and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. I love the look and comfort of my new Oakley glasses. The lenses are like nothing I've ever experienced with their prism lens technology. These lenses protect my sun sensitive blue eyes, but somehow also make colors even more vibrant and details even more clear. And let me tell you, Oakleys, they are popular in my household as both my sons argue over who gets to borrow my glasses. They both play outdoor sports and they know Oakley is the best for training. Plus, I think they want to look a little bit like Lamar Jackson, who is also sponsored by Oakley. Now, my personal favorite pair is from the HSTN collection. I've literally been wearing mine every day since I got them. So let me tell you what you should do. Head on over to oakley.com right now and get yourself a pair of glasses that will change your look for the better. But don't just trust me, try them for yourself. Go to oakley.com for more information today. All right, Bobby, we've officially flipped the calendar to June. The summer is here in my book, and it's also traditionally a pretty slow month in the NFL news cycle.
1: But that never seems to stop national platforms like PFF from releasing random positional rankings, which conveniently, in this case, in my opinion, left out a couple notable Ravens, which in turn has generated a ton of buzz and engagement online from Baltimore's faithful.
0: And I mean, that's what they're designed to do, right? Whether it's from PFF or some of these other national platforms, they put together positional rankings because people do engage, they do debate, and they do have conversation. And in the grand scheme of things for me, I really don't care about these lists. They don't matter. But because both of these two lists have garnered a bit of buzz online. Let's go ahead and quickly spell them out and provide some context here, Bobby.
1: Yeah, let's start with PFF's top 10 offensive tackles across the NFL right now. And their list is as follows. Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Laramie Tunsil, Andrew Thomas, Kristen Derisaw, Jordan Mailata, Tristan Wirfs, Colton Miller, Rashawn Slater, and a Sewell. That's the list. Who's missing?
0: Uh, I mean. I don't know, Bobby. Did did, 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 did Ronnie Stanley retire or something? Where is he on this top 10 list?
1: My thought exactly. I mean, obviously availability hasn't exactly been a calling card of his, right? He's played just a 18 games total over his last three seasons. But we saw this last year when he was back from that ankle injury, when he was fully healthy, he showed flashes of 2019 Ronnie. And hey that's more than worthy of being Baltimore's franchise left tackle. What he did in 2019 was historic on a number of levels. So for that alone and what he showed last year, again, 2021 and 2020 were washes in a sense, right? But with with those seasons aside and knowing the importance and, and what the left tackle position was in Baltimore without Ronnie available, Right, He absolutely deserves to be on this list. I'm not saying he needs to be at the top, but he needs to be on the list.
0: All right. Well, you said there were two lists, two snubs. So who's the second one?
1: Exactly. I'm going to share the top 10 cornerbacks across the NFL now. Again, this is according to PFF. And before I answer that, here is that top 10 list in full. Sauce Gardner at the top. Jalen Ramsey. Darius Slay. Patrick Sertan, Jair Alexander, Stephon Gilmore, Marshawn Lattimore, Trayvon Diggs, J.C. Horn, and Jamel Dean. Now, obviously, that leaves one Marlon Humphrey out in Baltimore, which to me is a crime. Look, this is this list is. There's no question that cornerback is one of the deepest position groups in all of the NFL, but. I think Marlowe deserves to be on this list. His numbers back that up. He was a bona fide pro bowler last year. He's a multi-time pro bowler throughout his career. And particularly, uh, he's been most dominant in recent years operating as a slot corner. So uh, I was, one, surprised. I know that PFF is going by their metrics, their analytics, their system. But some of this has to do with the eye test Some of this has to do with the numbers. Some of this has to do with the importance of what you mean to your team. And Marlon, last year, hugely important to Baltimore's defense. Okay, Sarah, we are in the middle of week two. It's Ravens' voluntary organized activities, of course, as we push our way into June. And later this afternoon, the media will be given access to practice where we're going to see tight end Mark Andrews for the first time this entire offseason program. We know that he's been doing his own thing in Arizona.
0: Yeah, and not only will we see him plucking balls out of the air once again, but we'll also hear from him after the practice session because he is scheduled to speak with the media in the podium session at about 2.10 p.m. Eastern time. And he'll be there along with linebacker Patrick Queen, wide receivers coach Greg Lewis, and quarterback coach T. Martin. And listen, it'll be the first time we get to hear from Queen since his sheesh tweet from draft night. And uh, I don't think we've ever heard from Lewis. Like I said, he's the new wide receivers coach who came over from the Kansas City Chiefs where he helped coach the running backs and the wide receivers over there the last couple years. He'll obviously be asked a bit about his first impressions of guys like Rashad Bateman and Zay flowers. He'll also be asked about when Odell Beckham jr is expected in town as he's yet to practice with the team. And then it'll also be nice to hear from T Martin. Remember he's moved from coaching those wide receivers and he's now over the quarterbacks over Lamar Jackson. And we'll get his take on Lamar and the other guys in that room.
1: Yeah, and speaking of Lamar, we know that he's participating in OTAs for the second consecutive week because the team's Twitter account published a video of various players predicting who will win the NBA Finals between the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. Now, it comes as little surprise that both Lamar and Zay, who, as we know, are both South Florida natives, they're riding with the Heat hard. The Heat winning. Hot. The Heat winning, and it's hot right now too. We're in Baltimore. And before we fly, some other quick news item, beginning with this, from Bengals wide receiver Tyler Boyd, who recently took a shot at the Chiefs after Cincinnati acquired Orlando Brown Jr. earlier this offseason. This is just bizarre.
2: I mean, I loved it, you know, because, you know, uh, you know, we have a nice little rival with the Chiefs, and just seeing him come over, you know, it's like, yeah, we won we, we up you But at the end of the day, uh, he's a great player, no matter where he to win. went. Uh, He's probably one of the best in his position, you know, just adding him to um, what we got already. You know, it's going to allow Joe to have more time. It's going to give us uh, the will to put up those points, you know, so I'm just happy to have him.
1: Sarah, they do a ton of talking. I know they do a ton (sighs) ton of talking. We'll see if they can back it up this year. In other news, free agent wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins has hired Cleveland based agent Kelton Crenshaw. He's from Rich Paul's clutch sports group. And finally, Ravens first round pick, Zay Flowers. He addressed the huddle for the first time since joining the squad.
0: You know, we'll just come up, we'll get our break, we may have a
2: wise word from somebody, something like that, and then we'll be out, okay? And that's what we'll do today. Zay, uh, we
0: won't ask you for a wise word, but you'll get the break, okay? Yeah. On whatever the word is, on three, Ravens team, Zay, no, we'll <laughs> do that. But on three, then we're good, right? Yeah. All right? You got to say.
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, first day, you got a lot of work I'll come out here and work Ravens on me, Ravens on three, one, two, three. Ravens. It was like my first time being in the huddle, and I was the one to break it down, so I just went with the Ravens on three.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash Ravens vault podcast. As you know, we have been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll help us keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come.
1: And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons this month, Kurt Pfeiffer and Jameson Helfrick. We appreciate you both for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising. In the meantime, you can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got in this episode, but we'll be back on Friday with the Ravens news you need to know.